Are there lost books of the Bible? Let's talk about that. Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear practical and engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. We have long understood that the 39 books of the Old Testament and 27 books of the New Testament make up God's complete revelation to man. The Bible does mention other ancient books, however. As we see in Joshua chapter 10 and verse 13, it says, The sun stood still and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Jasher? And among other books mentioned are the Acts of Solomon. We find this in 1 Kings 14.11, the book of Nathan, the prophet, and Gad the seer, 1 Chronicles 29.29, 29, and the books of Shemaiah, the prophet, and Ido the seer, 2 Chronicles chapter 12 and verse 15. Even more interesting, though, is that Paul mentions a previous epistle. We find this in 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 9, I wrote unto you in an epistle not to keep company with fornicators. Was the epistle telling them not to keep company with fornicators the original 1 Corinthians? Paul also wrote to the Christians of Colossae. In Colossians chapter 4 and verse 16, he says, And when this epistle is read among you, cause that it be read also in the church of the Laodiceans, and that you likewise read the epistle from Laodicea. And so what is this epistle from Laodicea? The 66 books that make up the canon of Scripture are those books that have met the test of time and have apostolic authority. For example, Peter warned that some of Paul's writings are hard to understand and thus were sometimes twisted by false teachers, as also the other scriptures as we find in 2 Peter 3.16. Therefore, he considered Paul's writings to be scripture, inspired writings. The books accepted in the canon claim inspiration for themselves, and the early Christians verified the inspiration by examining their content. These books also received virtual universal acceptance in the early church. Many other ancient books were also considered but rejected from the canon. We rely on the wisdom of the Jews of the first century to help us in deciding which books belong in the Old Testament canon, and the judgments of numerous early Christians to help us in seeing what was accepted and rejected among the writings of the New Testament era. Among the books circulated by early Christians, but rejected from the canon, were 14 books of the Apocrypha. Philo of Alexandria ordered that these books to be translated from the Septuagint, which is the first Greek language translation of the Old Testament, but the Jews never considered them to be Scripture. Most of the books that I've mentioned, like the book of Jasher, are lost, but simply being mentioned in Scripture does not mean that they were inspired. There are virtually no Bible doctrines that rely on just one mentioning of something in Scripture. Peter tells us that God in 2 Peter 1.3 has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Thus, we have all Scripture that God intended for us to have in the 66 books of today's Bible. We need no other revelation or other ancient books that give us what we need to please God. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle, subscribing to it, and sharing it with those that you love. As always, it's my prayer that God be with you and that you seek Him in all things. Until next time, God bless.